0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, Welcome to our first episode of 2020. Uh, I'm super excited for all the fun stuff that we've got planned for this year. Uh, Some of you might have seen our little teaser video that we posted on our social media pages back in December, uh, announcing some of it. Uh, But for those who missed that, I can tell you we'll be making our return to D&D fifth edition this year in a a really big way. Uh, We're doing one shots, uh, more world building of our homebrew setting and hopefully, if the uh, if the stars align, uh, the return of our flagship DD characters, uh, Prontz, Ennade, and Bork. Uh, aside from DD, we're planning on playing the brand new Alien RPG. I'm super looking forward to that. And we're also going to be doing a second season of our Star Wars campaign, Tempest Squadron. I'm sure we'll end up doing some uh, other games as well as the year goes by, uh, as well as a whole bunch more bonus episodes uh, starting next week, actually, uh, with a a world-building one uh, for you all. Uh, It's uh, shaping up to be uh, a really busy and uh, exciting year for us, and we hope you'll take the journey with us. Uh, Also, in that teaser video, we announced the launch of our public Discord server, which is now live. Uh, You can find a link to the server in the pinned tweet at the top of our Twitter page at twitter.com slash pretendwithdice. Uh, So come along and hang out with us. Uh, Okay then, so uh, let's recap what happened last time in our Things from the Flood story. Having left the roller disco behind them, after deciding instead to spend their evening searching for more clues as to the mystery afflicting their town, our three teen investigators Hazel, Sora, and Anthony uh, made their way to Hazel's house, looking to follow up on Hazel's tale of mysterious apparitions of blood and how they had led her to check out the local military installation. Uh, Finding nothing more of use in the house, however, the trio decided it best to conduct a more close inspection of the military base themselves. Uh, While Hazel hid in the bushes, Antony and Sora tried to talk their way past the uh, soldier who was guarding the front gate. Uh, Antony was unsuccessful, but after Sora mentioned some of the details about the mysterious black ooze which they had seen earlier in the week, the pair were escorted inside, led by a man in a white lab coat referred to only as the Professor. Uh, from her hiding spot, Hazel was helpless to follow as her friends were taken inside the same windowless building which she had seen a strange activity around on her earlier visit. Uh, that's pretty much where we left off last time, so without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Enjoy. Hazel, we last um, we last saw you kind of hanging around on one side of the the perimeter fence of this um, of the the Ministry of Defence base, having just seen Anthony and Sora being led into a building by a guy in a white coat, and there was what looked like another soldier with him. You saw the doors close behind them, and then the whole kind of area was sort of pretty much empty at this point. What would you like to do?
1: Well, I looked to see if there was security cameras. Mm. So,
0: I think we'd said that you you couldn't really see any, but I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't confirming whether there were any or not.
1: Yeah. Well, given that Hazel can't see any cameras, um, I'm going to attempt to climb over the fence.
0: Okay, I think we're going to need. We're definitely as unobtrusively
1: as possible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there is some barbed wire at the top. Before we okay. make you, before I get, I get you to roll for the, um, the climbing. Uh, what, what's your sort of pl- thoughts about that?
1: I take off my jacket and throw it up to cover the barbed wire. Okay. Hoping that when I got up there, that's enough to protect me from, or at least mostly from the worst of the barbs
0: okay so make a body force uh check just to see if you can get the you know because you, you you've written in um your character description that hazel is five foot two um this is a yes. 10 foot fence so yep uh, let's uh a body force check so you uh i think i'll only need one one success on this and you've got uh to body, one in force so
1: yeah there we go
0: one success okay so yeah you get your um your jacket Judge your uh, judge the throw, and it just flops over the top. And what you hope is going to be enough of a um, shield for um, not getting stabbed on the uh, the razor wire. So okay for the for the climbing then. It's it's a sort of standard kind of chain link fence. It's quite sturdy. Um, so you th- you sort of test your your foot on it and that, and you think it's going to be uh, it should be fine um, for climbing up. So can I get a body move check also 3d6 and okay Oh, there's one success there again okay so it takes you as a little bit of effort would you would you say is it how how sort of I'm only going off of your sort of stats here and your skills would you say hazus
1: for her yeah I
0: was going to say not Actually particularly very stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah with, it, with a bit, it takes you a little bit of time but you do manage to get up and over the top it's a bit of a drop down but you you do, you do make it down and uh, but your jacket is now it's, stuck up on the fence
1: yeah that's fine we might go out that way as well
0: I'm assuming you put any extra sort of bits and pieces in your pockets rather than leaving yes, them in your jacket yes sorry just wanted to double check that <laughs> um, okay so you are you're you find yourself in kind of a wide sort of concrete sort of yard ahead of you about 30-35 feet away from you is this kind of small block house building that you saw the um, the other two being led into um, but other than that off to your right, there is a larger kind of—I guess it, you could describe it kind of like as a sort of hangar, sort of sized building. And on the other side of that, you know, is the the kind of entrance gate. And from just sort of living here, you you know that ahead of you, further along the the sort of side, um, sort of the far side of the, the hangar building, is a kind of barracks type building.
1: Right. But well, I want to keep away from that, yeah. for definite.
0: You are kind of a little bit in the open here, up against the yeah. fence. Um, But yes, mm. to your left as well, the um, the concrete slopes down and sort of like, sort of butting up against the the riverbank. Okay. And um, a, a little ways along, not directly to your left, there is sort of like a little slipway going down into the water.
1: I should probably try and get closer to one of the buildings at least, so I'm not as obvious.
0: Mm-hmm. And the closest one to you is the the kind of blockhouse um building. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I I'll approach the blockhouse but still trying to keep an eye out for cameras.
0: Okay. Um can I get a Yeah, mind comprehending cuz you're not investigating, you're just sort of mm-hmm. 46 for you. No successes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying you still don't see any cameras. So are you heading up to the blockhouse? The uh, it's sort of I'd say thirty, thirty-five feet ahead of you. I'd say to, to your right, but kind of if you're if you're facing north on a compass, to to the north um east is this hangar building. About mm-hmm. I'd say about fifty feet away from you, maybe a little bit more. Okay. It's up to you which one you you which one you're going for, really.
1: Ideally I want to check if Sora and Antony are okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So I'll head towards there
0: okay very quickly kind of uh reach the edge of that building the the blockhouse it's kind of it pretty much is just a sort of uh a kind of concrete kind of rectangle uh, sort yeah. of queue sort of dumped into the middle of this yard um no windows on it at all uh mm-hmm. as you reach the the kind of the corner of it, you can look around and you can see the two doors that they went in through. Um, they're not like... They don't look like swing doors. They're not on hinges or anything. They do look like they're some kind of automatic kind of door, but they are metal plates. <laughs> and next to them is a keypad. Again, no windows on any of this. Keypad is set into the wall.
1: Hmm. Can I hear anything from inside?
0: Make a mind comprehend check. No successes there. Okay. It's tough to hear anything out here. It's a little bit breezy out, yet the wind is sort of whistling over there's some trees on the other side of the river can't really hear much coming from inside the building It's it seems quite solid it's not like you know it's sound is is not, not if there is any is not making it through the concrete
1: okay is there anywhere that I could kind of semi-hide while keeping an eye on the door to this building
0: as I said it's fairly exposed out here while keeping mm-hmm. an eye on the door, that's 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 one matter. I mean, it's easy, easy enough to kind of hide around like one of the corners. Mm-hmm. Um, but staying on the kind of corner that you're at, sort of so that you're you're sort of facing the fence, leaves you open to if anybody walks around the far corner of the hangar, they'll see you. Um, yeah. If you go round to the back of the mm-hmm. blockhouse, you can't then keep an eye on the door. But you will be, you know, no one will see you from like the barracks or the, the hangar. Um, I
1: think I'll do that actually because at worst I should be able to hear the door open
0: mm-hmm yeah makes sense so
1: I will do that just now, and I think Hazel will be happy to wait for a couple of minutes at least to okay. see what happens
0: just kind of hanging out just sort of keeping watch
1: yeah sort of thing. pretty much yeah.
0: just for flavor as I'll say and so you you walk around the back of this uh, back of the blockhouse and kind of you can see you're, you're you're kind of hidden from you know all the other buildings in the um in in the base sort of thing, the um, the concrete sort of continues away from you for another sort of twenty or so feet before um, dropping off um, into the river. Um, mm-hmm. Other side of the river, there's it's pretty much just kind of plant growth, and um, there's a fair number of trees over there. It's all shielded from any buildings that are sort of. You know that there's a few houses and things a little bit further away on the far side of the river, but there's a, a, lo- a tall line of trees um, kind of blocking the view, and now that you're on this side, you can see there is also a fence this side that would block anybody coming sort of up to the far ba- riverbank to kind of look in at where you're at. So you, you think you're fairly... fairly totally secure. Secular. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. at least as far as you can mm-hmm. tell. Um, also, now you're a little bit closer to the river, you can see that by the, um, the slipway... On your side, there there are a couple of um, small boats moored up. Um, They look a bit kind of military sort of style, um, but there doesn't appear to be anybody kind of tending to them at the moment. I'd say it's about half nine, ten o'clock at night by this point. Okay. I think that's what we'd said. That was the one thing I didn't check from last time, (laughs) is if I said what time it was. It
1: was was getting later.
0: Yeah, 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 because Anthony was worrying about getting home for his, and getting in trouble with his parents, wasn't he? Yeah. quite unusual. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Because the boats could also be another escape, or the river could be an escape if needed.
0: That is... I will leave that in your hands. Okay. Um, If you're, if you're happy just kind of hanging out there, then we'll, we'll cut to Anthony and Sora. Anthony and Sora, as the two of you are led in, inside this building, it is pitch black as you go through the doors. They close behind you. Your eyes kind of adjust... But fairly quickly there is a sort of low level red light on inside again from the inside you can see not any windows you're led into the, the center of the room there appears to be a small keypad again on the far wall which the soldier who is leading you quickly presses a button on as the the four of you are in the center of the room there is a gap of a couple of seconds, and the floor underneath you begins to slowly lower down into the earth uh, as a kind of lifting elevator platform. The um, professor, who's with you, um, is sort of—he's not really saying much, but he's kind of, kind of keeping a sort of, sort of eye on you. Um, he doesn't appear sort of surprised by the platform moving or anything. You know, this is sort of, this is his, uh, his working environment. He knows, <laughs> he knows what it's like. But yeah, so the two, the two of you are sort of stood, stood in silence on this lift platform.
2: Where are we going, Professor?
0: You'll see. We, we just need to uh, verify your story.
2: Oh, I Anthony, see.
3: It's me shooting her a look while she's doing this, with a kind of look of a, like panic on his face. It's he's breaking it right now.
2: <laughs> she's scratching her cheek, trying to look innocent. <laughs>
0: like a kind of nervous tick of cheek scratching yeah yeah yeah. okay (laughs) so um all around you as the the platform is lowering. you can hear kind of like a grinding of of gears and things and you you can see sort of set into the each of the corners of the platform it's sort of it's rolling down kind of like a kind of cog track sort of thing um doesn't take too long it's about 20 seconds It's, it's not moving particularly quickly about 20 25 seconds um platform comes to a stop in front of another pair of double doors which open as the platform comes to a halt. The, uh, the soldier steps off and the professor sort of motions for you to, to go ahead and ahead of you there is a corridor. Anthony looks to Sora and back to the professor
3: kind of panicking like, should we do this? He's, he's kind of going to follow her lead a little bit.
2: Um, so when the professor gestures, she says, thank you. And then walks and then tries to like look as confident as possible
0: <laughs> looking like you're meant to be there sort of thing yeah okay all right
2: averting his gaze in case he puts me off
0: But so point of not making eye contact with anthony sort of yeah okay <laughs> all right <laughs> um well, Anthony's going to follow suit
3: on that then but in a slightly less effective way try to look confident because he already looks horribly sweaty and nervous as it is so he's kind of trying to pull himself together and as he passes the professor gives him a kind of like nod and not like a, he tries to wink but it's a bit wonky he's a bit ner- like it, it's just broken uh, you yeah, accidentally <laughs> wink both eyes at the same dry. time
2: Are like, coming on to him you
3: know. <laughs> he kind of scurries off after Sora to kind of walk uh, parallel with her for a moment and leans in and
2: what the hell are we doing and then she looks at him with like serious face and like does the smallest shrug and she's like I-, I don't know
3: what did you tell them what, what did you say to get us in here this is crazy oh
2: I was like Oh, my dad, he's been taken by the thing. And yeah, and he said, Come with me. And then that's what happened. <laughs> and Sora just looks like she's like trying to come off as like she knows what she's talking about.
3: <laughs> as we're walking down this corridor, uh, Anthony looks back. What are the soldiers and the professor doing?
0: Well, the professor's walking along behind you. Um, oh, oh, he's coming with. Okay, yeah, cool. he's like he's only like a couple of feet behind you. So, I mean, I don't know how stealthy you want to be with this conversation, but um, the soldier is sort of walking ahead of you, like he's sort of, like I say, leading the way. It's it's there's the corridor that you're you're kind of in. It's quite short. It's kind of leading to another set of doors further down. There's nothing coming off of this corridor. Um, the soldiers looking straight ahead. Are you look. You're looking round at the professor. Did you say? I, I just wanted to gauge reaction mostly. I, I didn't realise that they was walking behind. Okay. Well, there. um... can I get a? I guess this would be a mind empathise check from you. I need one just to sort of gauge the. Uh, the Forty-six. What's this, uh, it's just to see just, if, if the professor's reacting at all to what you're saying. Pick the right text. Box.
2: Oh, I would have tried to talk quietly.
0: Well. Okay. Well. Okay, well, you got three successes there. that's a really great roll. Um,
2: Woohoo.
0: You could, I, If you want to have been talking quietly, can I get a, a stealth check from you? It's all right. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, he leaned in and said this is as quietly as yeah. possible. Okay, well, well, we'll roll with that without the check then. I mean, he's... A, you can, okay seeing as how you gave it like, you gave it three successes on that empathizer role you can tell he's sort of he, he's got this look like he's straining to hear you but he's not like reacted as if he's heard something scandalous so you're guessing maybe you were stealthy enough just in, in your he, whispering has he, has he seen me looking back at him yeah he sees you like look round like he's like right there
3: like <laughs> anthony repeats the kind of like half Blinking, closing <laughs> both eyes thing again, and, and nods towards him, and then turn, turns back towards
0: Zora. That's but super amazing. awkward. <laughs> I'm just imagining like the proper like going for a wink, and you're either like super over exaggerating it, or you're just like you think you're, bl- you're winking, and you're just blinking at him super hard. <laughs> like yeah, it,
3: it, it's yeah, I, I don't want to completely describe it. It's whatever it is in your mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he kind of like he gives you like a sort of odd frowning look, and um, but then. Just, you know that it doesn't say anything so you reach the quickly reach the other set of doors and ahead of you is, as the the soldier opens them you're led into i wouldn't call it like open plan but there's like um several rooms coming off of this corridor you now find yourselves in um mostly with kind of glass windows sort of fronting them not full glass but kind of like you know waist height to um sort of Waste a head height kind of thing that is sort of a little bit kind of like observation windows thing, but you, mm-hmm. without sort of further investigation, it, you couldn't tell exactly what was behind them from where you stood. Okay. You're led along a little way to sort of the, I'd say the second room down, and the the soldier stops at this one. Um, the professor gives him a nod and he says, uh, "If you just step inside here, uh, <clears throat> again, Anthony's like
3: looking towards Sora like." she's been taking the lead so far so
0: (laughs) time to shine
2: and where is this
0: if you just step step inside we need to verify your story just going to ask you a few questions
2: oh but will you answer my questions
0: I I can't guarantee I'll be able to answer all of them but um, I will do my best
2: will you tell us what's been going on
0: That depends on what your answers to my questions will be.
2: I see. (laughs) She folds her arms.
3: Anthony gives a a good long, "Mm," hmm. And nods towards him in that kind of like, yeah, we're in control of this situation
0: kind of way.
2: And I say, very well then, and then walk in.
0: Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> real quickly though, at this point, a an, another person in a another white coat uh, steps out from one of the other doors quite quickly, walks up to where you're standing, and um, there's a, I mean, you put a sort of, I, I guess, sort of mid to late 30s um, uh, lady. Um, she kind of coughs, and the professor goes, sort of looks and goes, oh yes, yes, of course. She holds out like a sort of a plastic kind of bucket and says, "If you put all metal items into the bucket very quickly, that would be very helpful. Thank you."
2: Uh, okay.
3: Does Anthony have anything metal on him? Keys. Um, that is up to, my to you. What, what do you have on you
0: that is maybe metal? <laughs> yeah, I guess keys would keys. be the thing. Yeah. I mean, this is before mobile phones. Mm. Um, Anthony has
3: to remove his belt. Then he's he's gonna because he's he's all done up for. He's got he's got jeans on. He's taken his belt off. He's given him that because it's got a buckle. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, yeah, nothing else.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sora just keys. Then I take it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, you put them in your bucket in in the bucket. So we'll, you'll get these back. Don't worry. You're ushered into the um, the room. Uh, the door closes behind you. Uh, the professor has not followed you in. In um, looking around, you can see through the glass, um, him speaking with the, the other um, white-coated individual, and they're sort of just glancing at you a little bit, and um, he uh, sort of, he, he sees you looking at him, he sort of holds up a finger and sort of say, you know, one minute, and then they step away, and you can't see them through the glass. Second, you, you find yourselves alone in this room.
3: <laughs>
0: Anthony turns to Sora and says,
3: um... Shit, Sora Shit, shit, Sora
2: Shit, shit, shit,
3: shit, shit, shit shush, Sora Shush, <laughs> Anthony, shush He I... turns towards the window And slams his fist on it Oi, let
0: me out, oi <laughs> Anthony,
2: it's... what the hell
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty solid It doesn't budge at all um, as, it, as you hit it, you get the feeling It's um, There's no vibration or anything uh, It's quite thick glass if it's glass.
2: Do you think they lock the door?
0: You can try it if you like.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna try the door.
0: The door <laughs> does not open.
2: Oh shit.
3: is it it's just a standard door door handle
0: pull open close, yeah? It's kind of uh well let me, let me describe the room. So um uh
2: said prison cell. That it's got I willingly a,
0: walked I, into. It's got a cell like quality to it, I will say. Um the walls are kind of concrete uh the door is metal it's like solid it's got a glass panel in it um which seems to be the thickness of the door which is a couple of inches there is a there's a there's a sort of nondescript kind of um plastic table in the middle of the room um with a pair of like kind of plastic folding chairs on one side of it and a third chair on the other side of it uh there is a fluorescent bulb kind of in the light <laughs> fitting above but all the walls are kind of concrete um, you do see in the um, the back of the room uh, along basically at kind of the same level as the the window is on the side that you just kind of hammered your fist on it appears there's kind of like a plastic, or at least you can tell it's not metal, kind of panel kind of um, affixed to the wall that looks screwed in pretty tight. Other than that it's pretty much featureless the room <laughs> Anthony's wow. just continuing to
3: freak out. He's kind of <laughs> looking at the Lawnley, trying to like see what's out there. Like, what's the view from the window? Can he see anything? I mean, how
0: thick is this? Is it clean, dirty? Right. It's it's pretty clean. Um, and you can see into the corridor that you just came came from. Uh, so it's not like one-way glass or anything like that. Um, so you, you, sort of craning your neck, you can see a little further way up the corridor. The uh, the professor is. Talking to this uh, this other other individual in a white coat, the soldier seems to be still pretty much where he was when he opened the door. He's kind of at attention sort of outside your door and kind of like a guarding sort of po- posture. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you can't hear any sound coming from the corridor at all. But yeah, you can, you can sort of see it, it, it. It's kind of it's like I say, it's not like you know you haven't walked in and there's like a mirrored panel. You know you can see out, but okay. It's pretty much just like there's a similar looking room on the other side. Now that you've got like a an, you know straight on view it appears there's a pretty much identical room kind of facing yours which is empty
3: okay so anthony continues to stand staring out through this window looking at the uh, professor mm-hmm. and uh, Sora. That, that professor guy's just down the corridor like he's just like chatting some some other lady like i don't know what the hell you've gotten us into here sora and he turns around slightly angry. He's like, what What the hell? Why did you lie to them about like, your dad? Nothing happened to your dad. We don't know why they brought us in here. And now we might be experimented on. And and it's all your fault.
2: Well, I just wanted to find out what happened. So...
3: My dad mm. is going to kill me.
2: Oh, who cares about your dad? We're inside a military base locked up.
3: Anthony kind of snaps out of it for a second. He goes yeah alright you're right but yeah that's worse but that's your fault what are we gonna do and he kind of turns towards the door and is there any kind of like keyhole on this side that you can at least try and look at and in some like absolutely pointless way fiddle
0: with as best he can not really no it's kind of featureless on this side like I say it's Uh, got got cell like qualities
2: (laughs) well it appears we're stuck here so there's nothing we can do now
3: I guess we're gonna have to wait for that guy to come back and yeah. Anthony in a slightly huffy way sits down on one. Oh, place. by
2: the way, you're my brother and your name is Kev.
3: What? <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, what? The story. what did you tell them? <laughs> I told them that my dad was like whatever happened <clears throat> the other day. And like if if listen, if he wanted us I don't know okay. You have to be Kev.
3: I don't want to be Kev!
2: Well, no one wants to be Kev, he's gross, but just for the story, like...
3: And see that narrow eyes a little bit as you said that, just kind of gives you a look like you know he's my friend.
2: Yeah, but he's gross. <laughs> Tried to pick me up with a coke. Who does that? Just weird. Fair enough. Like I can be bought for, like, 50p, like... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Besides, anyway, back to the story. <laughs> You're going to be Kev, I'll be your sister. I don't even know if Kev has a sister in real life, but anyway, he does now. So.
3: Did and... you tell him what your surname was?
2: No, you didn't ask. What's, what's Kev's surname?
3: Kev's surname is O'Neill. so I guess we're the O'Neills.
2: Yeah, that's right. You're getting
3: it. Anthony kind of rests his elbows on the table and cradles his head in his hands and kind of stares at the blank surface of the table. Starts muttering to himself, "Kevin O'Neill, Kevin O'Neill, I'm Kevin O'Neill."
2: Yes. <laughs> um, does he have a sister in real life?
0: Uh, no, he doesn't.
2: I'm, I'm Stacy O'Neill, and something terrible happened to our father.
3: Okay. Got it okay I think I'm ready
2: okay good because it's going to be pretty convincing because we did actually see it right so it's not like we're lying that much
3: yeah we'll just describe the stuff we saw at Kev's house and then like we'll just see the look in their eye and we'll know like maybe something and he kind of tries to look cool like yeah we're figuring this out right
2: yeah and then <laughs> um, if it all goes pear shaped we can just say we lie in and we can go
3: yeah, it's all just a kid's game because we're like, yeah, childish and stuff. Nobody believe yeah. it. Like, we're just about young enough, maybe.
2: Yeah, and I'm a real prankster, which has already been established.
3: <laughs> this is true.
2: By Kev's dad, so everything comes full circle. <laughs> and she does a gesture with her hand. <laughs>
0: Describe what kind of gesture? What? Like a big like, like I've got two
2: hands and I round them away from each other okay. and then meet back up again.
0: <laughs> sure, okay, yeah, I can picture that. We're we're blue sky in this right yeah, now. Yeah. Doing... <laughs> just free associating a plan
3: like that, like <laughs> yeah. Just bone things up and seeing what works.
0: Yeah, okay. Um <laughs> so so is you, is you you're kind of finishing um your Coming up with the a plan, plan. yeah. Um, <laughs> Anthony, you look up to see the the professor and uh, the other white-coated individual uh, sort of walk back in front of the glass. They don't go to the door, and they're sort of standing in front of the glass and appear to be um, kind of adjusting something on the bottom of the glass. So
3: as this is happening, uh, Anthony kind of in that way where like he's clenching his teeth, he goes, "Sora, they're at the window, looking conspicuous."
2: <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> I mean, I wasn't really doing anything, but
3: Anthony looks like he's He basically pulls a pose from a catalogue that he's seen And like, that, that's trying to be casual in that moment Like, he's, he's trying to look as comfortable Whilst being
0: uncomfortable as possible
2: Oh my god
0: <laughs> You begin to hear a low kind of hum as the louder it gets the more it's kind of reverberating throughout the entire room uh, are you staying seated throughout all this or i'm gonna How sit we- down is okay. it just the sound there's no like sensation coming through the table
3: or anything like um, that like, vibration n-
0: i mean there's a little bit of vibration which as it, as the hum is getting louder you can kind of it, you get the feeling it's just kind of like reverberating with the sound if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It just keeps rising and rising in volume and the pitch starts going up as almost as if it's like a kind of frequency sweep. There aren't any speakers or anything like that
3: looking around the room, anything in the top corners of the room, anything like that?
0: Not that you can see. I mean, there's the panel on the wall
3: behind you. uh, Uh, Right. But that's sort of like solid kind of thing. Okay. And can we see anything more than them just reaching out of sight? at this point if they come back up like what are they doing
0: no worry. i mean they're stu- the they're in front of the glass kind of like facing in but uh, you can't see what the hands are doing they're kind of below the level of the window if that makes sense they are kind of looking up at you and sort of frowning and adjusting more and then the, the frequency of the of the sound goes up and it's getting pretty loud almost kind of painfully like ear splitting loud at this point Okay, so and Anthony
3: slides his hands where he was cradling his head still on the table. He slides his hands up over his ears and kind of looks at Sora pulling a face of pain like this is getting rough, right?
2: Wait, did you say that or just imply it with a look?
3: Just Implied just gave the look of pain of like
0: <laughs> feeling this too, right? This, this, this sound is awful. Yeah, the volume it's at you probably, you get the feeling you wouldn't be able to hear yourself over it anyway.
2: Okay, and then Sora just like looks tense and shrugs.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> there's not much
3: there's not much I can do here like, he's, I'm going to continue looking out the window and monitoring what they're doing, but we yeah. can't do anything about it the, so.
0: the sound is loud and it's humming and it's kind of it, it almost feels like it's you know shaking every bone in your body and you can see the um outside they they're, they're they're sort of frowning and they're kind of watching the two of you. You can sort of see them talking but i mean you can't hear it over the sound and the you know but even before you couldn't hear anything that was going on in the corridor. Um, Are
2: they like 70s scientist sci fi movie guys? And they're like, at uh, like a dashboard, and they're like controlling like <laughs> a knob, and it's like,
0: well, kind of, yeah. You can't see the dashboard, but I mean, that, that definitely seems to be the vibe. Um,
2: <laughs> Damn.
0: They're kind of it's frowning and and sort of looking at you, and then they're oh my
2: god, this is how they're verifying.
0: <laughs> they're, they're talking um, to each other, and then one of them just sort of like, Sort of shrugs they shake their head and um the sound all all cuts out you're kind of left there your ears are ringing like soup like a lot like <laughs> like like you've just been at like the loudest concert in your life kind of thing but the sound has cut out now there's a gap of a couple of seconds and they um the the scientists both enter the professor sort of um Noddy and goes, okay, well, that's very strange, considering what you told us uh, at the gate, but um, I think we're ready to ready to talk now. And, okay. Um, he's, he sits down at the the chair facing the, the two chairs, while the, the other professor or not, but the the other white coat individual stands behind him. Anthony kind of rears up bringing his head out of his hands now and says to him, what's very strange? They kind of look at each other almost as if they're sort of deciding what to tell you. So, well, you, um, he gestures towards uh, Sora, says, you, you said your father had come into contact with uh, a dark liquid and we might know what that is. What is it? Well, well the strange thing is, if you, if your father had come into contact with it, then you should have as well, hence our precautions just now.
2: Well, actually, I don't live with him, so I was just visiting and found him like that
0: you don't look okay alright well that that might explain things why why is that important the liquid is how shall I put this the liquid is like an infection and it's it infects those who come into contact with it and tries it's tries it's hardest to infect others that's a bit vague
2: yeah I've got to say and (laughs) question mark
0: <laughs> Go th- on. Those um but I mean considering you weren't infected, you 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 had quite a lot of the details. I'm just wondering wondering where you might have heard about it.
2: I saw it.
0: Yeah, it was it was our dad. He had all yeah. this like black
3: stuff all over his face. It was coming out of his eyes and his ears and his mouth. It was disgusting.
2: Yeah. We were just visiting after school.
0: Did either of you touch it? No. No? We
2: just called an ambulance.
0: Okay, that, that's good, that's good. You um, called an ambulance, we didn't... It sort of turns to the other... The, um, <clears throat> the, uh, the the other individuals... We didn't get any reports of uh, ambulances seeing this stuff, did we? She, she shakes her head no. Hmm, okay, well... Then, then what happened when the ambulance arrived?
2: Um. Then we left the room to wait for the ambulance and when, he, when we came back he was magically fine again and so the ambulance left
0: how long would you say he was um, in this uh, state like you say pouring from his eyes and, and such as, as you put it
2: I know like could have been 24 hours
0: right. yeah we
3: just found him like that we don't
0: know Okay, alright. Um they sort of whisper to each other and you, okay, well it's tough to pick out any words. if you wanna hear try and pick out any, I'm gonna to need a to check, I think. I'm I don't wanna feel like I'm just giving you everything. <laughs> Exposition oh, well. dump or anything. And Anthony's
3: main thought at this point is to kind of follow suit with them and because we're both kind of acting a bit like yeah, we we're, we're we're capable people. Don't mess with us. You can't just boss us around. We're going to ask.
2: And also, about. what we said was the truth. So,
3: so Anthony's going to lean into Sora and try and have a little powwow at the same time and say something to the effect of, um, "I think this is going quite well."
2: Shut up, dude. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Anthony side eyes towards the professor. Did he did he catch what I just whispered? Uh, well, the. Sorry, they're busy talking, so I was thinking. Yeah. Wait, it's just that conspiratorial look of like. Yeah, I'm looking to see if you're hearing what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> um, so they, they kind of finished talking. So, okay, well, um, the you got very lucky without. Uh, if you didn't touch it. Um, especially given that it was your father as well. You. Even, even if you didn't touch it, it's likely the virus would have. Oh, well, say virus, not not really that accurate of a term for this uh, particular thing. Um,
2: Is my dad gonna die?
0: Is he?
3: And Anthony Tell slams us. a fist on the table.
0: <laughs> Is he okay? What are you doing down here? Why have you brought us down here? He will most likely be. F- <laughs> well, he-
2: Dad's gonna die! <laughs> <laughs> I won't
3: it, let you kill my dad okay. he <laughs> slams two fists on the table and stands up
0: okay <laughs> it's just c- calm down calm down all in. <laughs> um, if, if he was uh, if he seemed to be back to normal it's likely that he, he won't suffer any well he won't die let's put it that way oh well that's okay then
2: yeah <laughs> guess it's all <still> good <laughs>
0: And Anthony
3: kind of lets the false anger fall away from him and sort of sits back down in the chair and again turns to Sora and gives a nod, like, Mm-hmm, this is
2: working. Uh, uh, um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> would you like a glass of water?
2: No, please continue. <laughs> Professor.
0: Well, okay, it's... What would you like to know?
2: What is it? What happened... This has happened to multiple people. Please tell us more.
0: And I want to know what this place is. Yeah. Well, the, this is this is simply a, a containment facility uh, and a research facility. I um, suppose that's that's not really class that's that's not classified at all. I can tell you that.
3: What it is exactly? Do you use it to contain children? Is this that that what this is all about?
0: It's, it looks a bit taken aback.
3: It's contained. Children. Children. Well, we're in here. Why have you <laughs> Sora's put us in also here? also confused. What are, you, what are you trying to contain
2: in here? He's just, it's cool. He's just asking us questions. <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't locked us in here or anything.
3: Anthony backs off and kind of takes Sora's
0: lead and like, gives her a look like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we're, we're trying to figure out how to, how to remove this infection. And, uh, this is, this is where we're trying to find out how to do that.
2: And how do you explain it happening to a lot of people?
0: It's likely that some of it got into your town's water supply, uh, probably from probably from the loop facility. That's our hypothesis.
2: Wow! So Damn! What was, that,
3: what was that noise about then? Why did you like try and deafen us?
0: The the infection seems to be susceptible to certain unorthodox methods of treatment high volume sounds it's affected by as well as magnetism but the other white coat individual puts the bucket back on the table and so, says oh you can have your metal items back now
2: oh thanks listen so did you cure it by doing that around town
0: well we, we haven't why we haven't suddenly cured got it. we haven't cured anything
2: oh then how come our dad suddenly got better
0: um he isn't Better. He just didn't die from the initial infection. He didn't even know that anything had happened. Yeah. That's likely the infection protecting its Infection's not an accurate term, but probably one that you'd understand. We're not thick, mate. You can talk to us proper, like.
2: Yeah, we're sixteen, not children.
0: It's well, it's not, it's not it's not alive as you as you might think of it. It's. It's not even organic. We don't really know where it came from, as an intelligence of its own.
3: Anthony looks around the room, hearing this, thinking, "This guy has given us a lot of information," and and looks towards the door of the soldier and starts to get a little bit of a sweat on, thinking about that, and says, "Are, are you going to let us go from here then? Like, we've told you what we know."
0: Um. Yeah. Yes, I mean, well, you. I, I don't know if we can let you go straight away. I mean, you're not prisoners but the situation is very much still ongoing and we're not really sure what will happen what the uh well what what the infected will do if the if their the knowledge of their infection is exposed infection has a degree of control over them you see it it, it doesn't um most of the time they don't realize what they why they're doing things but it makes them do things Anthony looks to the other scientist type
3: that's been fairly quiet throughout this whole process. She's she's got kind
0: of a clipboard out and it has been sort of jotting down some notes as well. Okay. And um
3: have either of the professor or that woman got a name tag identification any kind of the the archetypal stuff hanging from the neck? Yeah, they've got like a lan- not like a lanyard,
0: you know, the, hanging on the top pocket. Is that visual? Like, can I read that from how far away we are? Um, Yeah, they're pretty pretty close. You could read that. His um, his says uh, Professor Warren. There isn't any other identifying marks other than like a Ministry of Defence kind of logo on it as well. And uh, hers says Dr. Smith. Just wanted to establish that. Okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, while this is all going on, we'll cut back to Hazel. So, Hazel, you're kind of hanging out there for maybe, I want to say, five minutes. Not very long at all. Uh, when you hear the sound of an approaching engine.
1: What direction is the engine coming from?
0: Um, not from the water. It's coming from, as if it's sort of coming from the road. Um,
1: okay. So I'm kind of hidden from the road at the moment.
0: You are, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm going to try and be really sneaky and have a look around without okay. being spotted.
0: All right. Can I get a... Uh, can I get a This will be a body sneak check from you. Uh, I'm only going to need one success, but you do only have uh, three points total in that, so uh, yeah. There's a success in there, yeah. Okay, so you're able to just quickly sort of dart your head around the corner without, you know, fully sort of exposing yourself. You see um, what looks to be like one of the vans that you saw earlier in the day when you kind of scoped out this uh, this whole area. Uh, Pull up in front of the blockhouse building. Um, you sort of stick your head back in, but you hear the um, the sounds of doors opening. It sounds to be a couple of se- steps of... a couple of pairs of footsteps. Some mumbling, you can't really make out any words from where you are because you're kind of on the other side of the building. Um, you hear sort of quite unmistakable sound of like a side door of the van opening. A bit more mumbling, and then the sound of the doors of the the building opening, and then a couple of seconds later closing.
1: Did it sound like everyone left the van?
0: Tough to tell. You're not entirely sure how many people were in it.
1: Okay, I will try and poke my head round again and see.
0: Okay, here's another another success there. So yeah, from your vantage point, you can't see anybody else around it. Uh, It does seem to be, you know, like as if everybody has left the van. Uh, It's pretty nondescript. That there's nothing. There's no like, no logos or anything on it. It's just kind of like a white van. Engine isn't running anymore, you know, that's it's all off, but all the doors are closed. You didn't hear earlier the sound of any doors being locked or anything, but it, it, you know, the doors are all closed. I
1: think I want to try and have a look inside the van to search it.
0: Mm hmm. Okay. The front doors appear to be closed, but the the side door has been left unlocked. Okay. Pulling it open, you can see inside um, there is space. You would guess maybe it's about the right size for like a kind of stretcher, Um, but that isn't in. There's nothing there at the moment. It just it's kind of clear of other equipment in a way that there might have been something here, fairly recently filling the space. Also in the van, there is what looks to be sort of a series of bits of equipment that you you kind of you can't recognise all of them, but one of them definitely looks like a kind of metal detector of some sort. There's also something that looks—it's got kind of um, like a little mini kind of radar dish, but it kind of—it's got a, sort of set of headphones sticking out of it Ooh. as well. So there's a lot of kind of odd-looking, sort of quite sturdy-looking bits of equipment in there um, of unknown purpose, really. Mm. Uh, if you if you weren't if you didn't know any better, you you'd guess it was maybe some kind of surveillance van of some sort.
1: Yeah. Um, from the back, can I see into the front of the van?
0: It does. It, it's not like open, but there is like a small kind of window. Okay. Um, that's perspex um, going between the, the the sort of cab area and the back. Um, yeah, but you, can't, you can you could see through that. You just couldn't get through it.
1: Okay, I would like to do an investigate to find something identifiable. Mm-hmm. So whether that is paperwork or
0: sure, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, yeah just, something just, like that. Yeah, yeah. do a uh, do a mind investigate check for me. This is uh, this is your kind of wheelhouse, this and part. So I uh, think only one success again, but you have uh, five d six to do this on one success. Okay, yeah, I have a little bit of digging around. I mean, you're quite conscious that you're kind of a little bit exposed here, um, so you're kind of making quite a quick sort of quick skim through you do find sort of tucked underneath a pair of gloves a clipboard with it, it's got a lot of it seems to be like a a list of all the addresses in town by road mm. some of them have been crossed out with a line through some of them have got a question mark next to them and some of them have got a tick mark next to them it appears that some sort of survey was being done
1: do I recognise any of these?
0: As in any of the particular ones that have gotten different Yeah. 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 I think can I get another mind investigate? Because, I mean it's quite it's, a, it's sort of quite a wadge of papers. J- just in terms of sort of how quickly you can sort of make your way through. I mean, unless there were particular ones you had in mind.
1: Well, I was hoping to check for my own house.
0: Okay, well I, I just and seen maybe you do...
1: Kev's house yeah. as well.
0: I just seen you did the check and you didn't get any yeah. successes, but so. given that you've specified which ones, I mean, you you know your address, so okay, we'll we'll disregard that check. I think <laughs> if you okay. were just doing, it was more like if you're doing a skim through and anyone's jump out at you. But if you're looking for specific addresses, then okay, your house has a line through. Okay, and you said Kev's house. Yeah, Kev's house has a tick next to it.
1: Okay, well, I. I'm glad that my house has scored through. <laughs> <laughs> relatively positive at the moment. Yeah. How long has it been since the other two went into this building?
0: I would say it's probably it's probably about twenty minutes.
1: Okay. Hazel's getting pretty anxious at this point.
0: Hmm.
1: Like she doesn't she hasn't heard anything, she doesn't know if they're okay. Would it be possible for Hazel to hide? away like use the van as cover to hide like so she, basically what she wants to do is as soon as the door opens if she doesn't see sora and Anthony, she wants to be able to run in and try and find them um this is a terrible plan
0: yeah it's not a great but plan. she's
1: convinced <laughs> that this will be good
0: so the the only way i can think is that if you did like a kind of um can <laughs> like i guess? like a kind of return of the jedi sort of <laughs> <laughs> standing on one side of the door and then when they walk out you just kind of dart in behind them and hope they don't turn around and see you that's like because <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of really because the, the van is kind of pretty much parked in front of the doors
1: yeah okay um, um. yeah basically she just wants to try and at this point she needs to get in there because they definitely know what's going on with this black goo
0: yeah Okay. Well, that.
1: <laughs> and in fact, she's going to pinch the list as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I will say. Okay. Here's a few other items that are in there. Then, just as, as you're okay. as you're picking stuff up. So there is a, a hazmat suit in there, complete with full um, full gear, helmet, everything. Pair of gloves, mm-hmm. uh, it's Wellington boots. There is what looks to be, like I say, there's the metal detector thing, the kind of headphones um, connected to a little kind of handheld radar dish. There is um, what looks to be a sort of... If you didn't know better, you'd say it was like a heavily modified kind of like boombox type thing. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a fire extinguisher. There is uh, what looks almost like a kind of really hefty one of those litter picking claws. And there also appears to be a sort of little rack with a few kind of like... The only way I can think to describe them is kind of like storage kind of bottles sort of thing. Oh. A little bit like thermoses, um, but they look like sort of heavy-duty thermoses.
1: Hmm. Can I see anything in them?
0: Uh, They're they're kind of metal-sided.
1: Hmm, okay. Opening them doesn't sound wise.
0: I mean, you can if you want, but... I'll leave that up to you. They're not (laughs) labelled.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, she could do it, but she's also a witch, and (laughs) dabbling into bottles of unknown substances yeah. is not opening art.
0: random containers doesn't always go well
1: <laughs> yeah let's yeah she's gonna try and be just round the corner from the door okay and so, probably
0: get caught we're going for the battle of endor plan then all right yes um <laughs> okay um no it's fine 16
1: no, no, year old logic
0: is fantastic yeah, no, yeah i mean look it's it's a plan let's put it that way <laughs> <laughs> um so we're gonna cut back to uh Sora and Anthony. You're you're kind of at the same point in the in the conversation where we left you. As you're talking to the, the um the professor and the and the doctor, you can just see um in the corridor behind them, two people um walking past uh carrying what looks to be a stretcher with um a a well, somebody on the stretcher, shall we say. And they go past the window. The door to your kind of room is closed, so you still can't hear anything. Um, But these people go past, and about 30 seconds later, they walk past back the other way, not carrying the stretcher anymore. Okay.
3: So Anthony's kind of, as it's gone past, kind of craned his neck and tried to get a good look at the uh, body bag or whatever was on there
0: and has not really managed to catch it. No, I mean you you can you can see it's sort of person shaped, but it's got um, it's not in a body bag, but there is like a sort of (laughs) Somebody's throwing like a tarp over it, sort of thing. And um, but yeah, I mean where you're where you're kind of sat at the table, you haven't got a a good sort of you're not able to kind of look round the corner of the glass or anything. You're just sort of you can pretty much just sort of see them as they go past,
3: kind of thing. So he kind of finishes his craning glance and turns around Sora and raises an eyebrow and then goes back to the professor and says, two guys just went past with a stretcher with, like, something on it. Like, what do you keep in this place, then?
0: The professor exchanges a a glance with the doctor and says, "Um, well, the only way to fight something like this that acts like an infection is to understand it. So we've been... um, surveying the town to see how widespread the infection is and unfortunately some people don't survive the initial infection some have bad reactions to it and it is necessary for us to bring those in as well as if we can some who did survive the infection to see if we can find an effective way of um, removing it. Okay then, well I- I maybe
3: we, we kind of had you wrong. Why, I, well, we thought that maybe
0: you'd done something to our dad. and That's why we came here. We've done something? He, he looks sort of quite taken apart. aback, like, no, no, we're, we're the response.
2: Yeah, he said. Um, he said that it came from the loop. You know that nuclear place.
0: Well, we think it did. Yes, but I mean, these things uh, sometimes just pop up. These things just pop up.
2: Well, that's a bit sus.
0: I've maybe said. To you,
3: <laughs> What's the uh, what's the other one? Uh, the other scientist's reaction to this, I've forgotten her name. Uh, Dr. It, Sm-
0: Dr. Smith. <laughs> she sort of, she kind of gives him a glance and a frown, but you're you're getting the vibe that she's um, like he's her superior, kind of like okay. he, he's like a boss kind of thing. So she's she's not like interrupting him or anything, but you can't help but you couldn't help but notice like a little bit of like a frown of like, Ooh, are we meant to have? <laughs> you know, some of this is meant to be secret, sort of. um. No, she, she <laughs> doesn't. She doesn't say anything or anything like that. But yeah, she's still sort of making notes. Turning Sora, and she, so sort of rears up in his chair
3: in that I'm about to get up kind of way. Says, "Well, un- unless you've got anything else you want to talk to them about, sister, I think our business here might be done." And and kind yes, of starts, brother.
2: <laughs> mm. Seems we are done. We got a dip.
3: And and we. Get up, I guess, and yeah. uh, kind
2: of like, I tuck my chair in.
3: Yeah, what's the uh, reaction to that? Uh,
0: he doesn't get up. He says, "Well, well, hold on, hold on. Um, we we really ought to. Um, we can't just sort of put you back on the streets, as it were. Not with, um, not without getting some more details. We're not from the streets, so you, you you kind of walked in off the street, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I guess.
3: Yeah, but our dad's going to worry about us and our mum Anthony's got the, the dual meaning and the sweat on the, the forehead
0: begins <laughs> just imagining just the flop sweat just starts dying because um, it's it's just dawned on him that if they're going
3: to be trapped here and they're going to have to talk about the fact that like maybe we're going to inform parents we're not going to be inform, informing the correct parents here <laughs> so
0: there's a problem coming so at the very least, we need we need to take down your, your details to make sure that you're not walking back into a. Um, well, we already think, based on what you've told us, your house is probably infected. We have no way of inoculating you either. So. Oh well, I'm I'm sure I'll be fine. And
3: Anthony kind of shuffles kind of a little bit towards the door.
2: I also start walking backwards. I yeah. Mean, the
0: the door is f- firmly closed. Still, there's no handle on this side.
2: How'd you open this?
0: <laughs> we never got your names. Well, what was um? It's it's Kevin O'Neill. Kevin O'Neill. Okay, and y- your name, Miss
2: Daisy O'Neill.
0: Daisy O'Neill. Okay. Well, if you just uh, just sit tight for a minute longer. I'll um I'll go and um I'll go and make sure that this is all in the system. And then we can see about maybe finding you a um well at least somewhere that isn't infected to to go to. Where would that be? Well, that's what we'll find out if you just sit just sit tight for a minute we'll be back him and the uh the doctor sort of make for the door hazel you hear the sound of the the doors um opening
1: okay um
0: okay so it's just quite, okay are you are you back around the corner or are you like flat against the wall or how are you
1: <laughs> i'll be back from the corner
0: okay but ready to ready to go all right yeah um So, you hear the doors opening, and sort of, I take it sort of looking round. You see the two guys sort of walking out towards the van. You have a very short window to act here. From what you can tell, they're not looking at you. So, what would you like to do?
1: Fuck it. I'll run in.
0: Okay. Are you sneaking or are you just sprinting? (laughs) I'm
1: just going to fucking sprint, I think. (laughs) Okay.
0: That's the spirit. it's Um, totally gonna work yeah uh, I think you've paced it out it's not a huge building so I'm not gonna make you do a a check to sprint in (laughs) the check was more gonna be if you wanted to sneak in (laughs) but okay (laughs) sorry just imagining these guys just like okay yeah we're in a secure facility and then just out of nowhere just Hazel just like this, this, like, part. teenage
1: goth just runs past them <laughs> into the building. Into
0: the building. Yeah, so you, you dart in, the doors are already closing as you get to them, and you just kind of, like, just sort of smooth your way through, you know what I mean?
1: Excellent.
0: You do just through the corner of your eye see them sort of spin round to look at you <laughs> as you go in.
1: I've got a couple of seconds' head start. they only need to reopen the door.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, but you, yeah, you find yourself in a. Uh, a I mean, you're, having been kind of hanging around outside, your eyes are kind of already sort of adjusted to the dark. The um, It's kind of a low red-lit room, there is a uh, sort of keypad, but it, it does appear that it's only got like an up and a down arrow on it. In the middle of the room, there's you can't see anything. Uh, there's a keypad there and a sort of square in the middle of the room, but there's nothing else up here.
1: As far as I remember, this building doesn't go up very far.
0: No, it's a, it's a one-story so building. So let's go down. Okay. You press the button. (laughs) Just as the the you're just disappearing out of sight, down as you see above you, the doors start to open again. (laughs) Um, uh, But you you kind of drop out of sight, and you hear some sort of shouts from above, like, "Hey, hey, you there! Stop!" (laughs) You look up. You can. Sorry,
1: now I'm imagining them dressed as (laughs) stormtroopers.
0: No, they're, they're just like in hazmat suits Um, they're, they've not okay. got their helmets on though Um, they just look like although they do as you can see you can imagine like army berets they've got them on right okay Um, but it's a two a, a pair of sort of quite sort of surprise looking kind of uh, s- soldier men <laughs> I don't know <laughs> they're kind of shouting after you but as you reach the bottom and the doors in front of you open mm-hmm. I take it you're sort of rolling through <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i've suddenly gone to like metal gear solid hazel mode but, like...
1: <laughs> um okay as the doors open what can i see
0: okay there is a there's a, just a short corridor ahead of you um okay i try to remember how i described it earlier yeah there's a first then, short corridor then a, yeah,
1: yeah i will just try to move a bit more quietly
0: mm-hmm.
1: rather than just like bolting down a corridor inside
0: so, um, uh, as you step through, the doors behind you close, um, but you can hear the platform going back up.
1: Okay. Hmm. I don't have very long then. No. I move quickly to the end of the corridor.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, the doors ahead of you open if you <laughs> go through. Ahead of you is a much longer corridor. You see a little way along, not very far, it's, there's a series of doors and glass panels. A little way along on the left-hand side, um, there appears to be another soldier, kind of stood, sort of attention, in front of a door. um, Which, just as you as you're coming through your door, that door opens, and um, a pair of uh, people in uh, white coats are stepping through. And you can sort of hear sort of sounds of Antony and Sora (laughs) through the door Um, from your angle. Is it? You can't really see into that room from there, but um, yeah.
1: Hazel is going to just shout at them at that point okay what the hell have you done to my family and where are my friends
0: Okay, that's going to do it for this episode uh, Join us next week, that's Thursday the 13th of February uh, for a bonus d and world building episode uh, and of course we'll be back as usual in two weeks time on Thursday the 20th of February with the next chapter of our Things from the Flood story continuing where we left off today uh, So we hope you'll all tune back in for that Uh, In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at PretendWithDice. And if you're a Discord user, you can also join our server by following the link in the pinned tweet on our Twitter page. Uh, Finally, you can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. If you're an iTunes or Apple Podcast user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, It all helps us to find new listeners, and we'd love to hear what you all think of the podcast. So for now, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.